to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with... Elizabeth Helley. And... Greeting card genius, Tyler Hymas. Oh, this is the man who invented cards for pets. <laughs> Special guest this week on the podcast, Tyler Hymanson from the it's greeting in, card uh, industry. From the greeting card company. <laughs> Please wasn't leave. There, wasn't there another? Oh, no, never mind. I was trying to think Are you thinking of 500 yeah, days of summer. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you're, that's what I was thinking of this entire movie. For her. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's so many movies about this topic. No, I was thinking about it was another movie, but no, it was the Beethoven series with the air fresheners, but yes. Oh yeah. 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 Very similar situation. Well, uh, welcome back everybody. Um, you guys, you know, we, we give a little insider info here. Uh, you know, we uh, recorded the last few episodes a while ago, so it's been a little bit of a break for us. Uh, and uh, the reason for that is uh, my wife and I were uh, uh, welcoming our first daughter to the world. And so I took a little paternity leave from the podcast. So Justin's a papa. That's right. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, and now that you've had several weeks of parenting under your belt, you're an expert in parenting. But... You don't have to be an expert in parenting to criticize the parents in this movie. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Why don't you just let your kids go do whatever they want without uh, paying attention to them at all? Um, and uh, yeah, so we were on a Beethoven break. We're back. We, we, you know, we missed talking about dogs so much, so we just uh, we had to get right back into it. Um, but so, you know, that's exciting. But before we go too far, uh, Eliz, where can people reach out to us? Yeah, um, I just want to say, too, that it's been several weeks, and uh, I still have that song from Beethoven 2 stuck in my head. Uh, it has, like, <laughs> nice. on a daily basis played through my mind. But anyway, you can find us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Sequel Rights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, five stars goes a long way to helping other people find the podcast. Or just share one of your favorite episodes out on social media. That helps, too. That's right. That's right. Um and yeah, definitely, definitely email us. We got another email coming in from, uh, I think, Nicole Loftus asking us to do the uh, Carrie franchise. Oh. And um, I think that's actually like the second person maybe to have uh, suggested that from us. So, you yeah. know, maybe maybe we'll have to do that uh, coming up sometime soon here. So, yeah, your emails. Uh, yeah, they do get read by us. Uh, and so and we love seeing them. So shoot them over. Absolutely, um, but now. But yeah, you know what? Enough. Nobody cares about the emails. They all want to know <laughs> what Beethoven's doing for the fourth time. Jesus. Uh, all right. Well, you know what? Let's let's just let's just see let's see what he's doing right now. Here we go. Oh no! Who let the dog in? Everyone's favorite dog, Beethoven, is back to back. One's a pooch in need of social graces. <laughs> The other's a dog living high on the hog. When their worlds collide, everything goes to the dogs. He just picked up my napkin. He folded your napkin. That's weird. He's having an anxiety attack. Beethoven's back for double the trouble in the movie that will make the whole family howl. Judge Reinhold and Julia Sweeney are back for more in Beethoven's Fourth. My God. Uh, thank God Judge Reinhold is back. And he uh, uh, has completely lost it. Like, he gives no Fs anymore about playing anything close to a human being. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, uh, he's so weird in this movie. It's just like, um, I don't know. I, I think I, I I felt like I liked him a little bit in the last one. And this one, too, yeah. there's this weird, he just has this weird, like, he's playing, like, the dorkiest loser you could ever think of. And it's, like, a little bit funny because he seems just so out of it. Like, he doesn't know what's going on, and he just... He's a painter now. Yeah, I don't know. It's so very it's, weird. It's stuff. like it's like a, a poorly written Mad TV skit extends out over ninety minutes of this movie and through these. But everybody else is is like he has a family and there's consequences and other things happening where he's just sticking to this bit of being this poorly written character. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I mean, okay, so the premise of this movie, it's a classic Prince and the Popper situation, which is a very old story trope, although I probably just know it from the Mickey Mouse one. Mm. But anyway, uh, it's one of of the the five family sequels that you can pull. It's an old classic that you can pull down. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't Vanessa Hudgens now on her second? Christmas princess switch uh, or princess something. switch switched again coming. Yeah. Okay. Netflix. So yeah, switching, <laughs> swapping. It's yeah. a, it's a thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. God. I mean, okay. So what we left this family <laughs> off. They have to keep Beethoven until the original family returns from Europe. And yep. this thing takes like, takes up, I don't know, days after they've returned from their <laughs> vacation, apparently. I, mean, yes. I guess they don't have the, to the, take the kids. Him. The kids have aged dramatically, but days after. I mean, it doesn't look, seem like they aged that dramatically. Yeah, to me, they look but... about the same, honestly. Yeah, at most a year, I think. Yeah. But, um... Friggin' Brandon. Anyway, yeah, they're there. And despite the change of heart at the end of the last movie, where the whole family wanted to keep Beethoven and the mom and the dad had grown to love him and, you know, uh, were happy that he helped save their daughter from criminals that were going to run her off the road in an RV mm-hmm. and kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, they hate Beethoven again now because he slobbers. <laughs> yeah. they, they hate him so much that they're going to make graphs about how much he costs. <laughs> Well, yes, as we as from our previous episode, we know that the only reason that you can have a dog is that you can blame all of the problems of capitalism upon the dog and all of your financial problems are because of the dog. And Julia Sweeney has made a graph to demonstrate this point. Yeah. How about you save the thirty five dollars you spent to print that poster to run down the Kinko's? Yeah, because that is that stuff is expensive. Let me tell you, like anyone who's had an event in their life knows that when you you get sticker shock when you go to the copy place and they're like, oh, this sign's going to be a hundred bucks. You're like, excuse me. So, yeah, she wasted money on a simple rudimentary bar graph and then like yelled at the whole family during a family meeting it was like, it was the dumbest i wish i i should have taken a screenshot of like the things that she labeled on there but it was so dumb you could have just been like yeah he costs more just trust me <laughs> i mean like is that what white people do they have family meetings with like charts and, like timers. No. okay oh the timers <laughs> thing that feels more like uh potentially real i don't know about the bar graphs i didn't have any the- timers in our family meetings but no, it was not. Uh, that that seems like something someone might have taken from their life. Though. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I, I wish that uh, Judge Reinhold was Neil from Santa Claus again. Yeah. <laughs> so that he would could just be a child psychiatrist, which was annoying and funny in those movies. But here he is very needed. <laughs> well, this the movie is starts off so weird because he comes in and he has like 
you know, the first thing you see him is like him with all this like paint or something on him. But you have no idea why. And you just kind of assume like, oh, Beethoven probably made a mess. And then yet, no, you find out later that he's like painting all these like things for greeting cards, which I thought was like the weirdest possible. Yeah. And there's all this stuff like. Hey, Mr. Mom, you ready to make lunch for the kids? And like, aren't we already in the 2000s by yeah, the time yeah. this comes out? This Mr. Mom thing is not a thing anymore. That yeah. mis- calling being Mr. Mom is just called being a dad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's let's t- remove the gender normative like crap. All right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I wonder if he's gross. gonna know how to make a sandwich. Oh no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The 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 daughter is he's he's all flustered because it's his first day. Well, because I guess Julia Sweeney in the last movie, I mean, they're, they've been gone long enough for her to get a completely different job. What was her job before? Yeah, I don't think she had one. Well, yeah, it was summer vacation, right? They were just going yeah. on this road trip. Yeah, but yeah, it's the first day of school, so yeah, there hasn't there can't have been much time passed in the mm-hmm. actual timeline. But anyways, they, they hate Beethoven now because they he dirtied her suit. Mm-hmm. And like did a few other accidental normal dog things. I, I got. Guess. I gotta say, you guys, after being uh, extremely disappointed and feeling hurt and misled by the poster of the previous film, <laughs> this film's poster, the, you know, the movie had me on its leash like right away because I was like, you know, the poster shows Beethoven with a toilet seat around his head. That better happen. And guess what? It happens within the first five minutes of the movie. And I was like, all right, uh, this is what I came for. It's giving me. I was I like, wanted. oh, hell no. That, if that's all they got, like that, that's <laughs> there's going to be nothing in this movie. If the thing that's on the poster is a sight gag that happens the first <laughs> that falls completely flat in the first five minutes. Yeah, that, that, that is all you need to know about this movie, really. But we're going to talk about it at well, there's multiple toilet jokes, too, yes. which oh, we'll yeah. get to. But like the like, OK, so Beethoven's like drinking out of the toilet so much that he breaks the seat off of his head and he's walking around with it. But like, OK, the Beethoven <laughs> we know and love was a psychic genius. OK, <laughs> like, yes, he slobbered. Yes, he took he stole food or whatever. But he also like thwarted criminals and like had a wife and kids and <laughs> saved that girl from drowning and like, you know, helped what's her face get guys and helped that other kid beat bullies. This Beethoven is a freaking <laughs> dumbass. Yeah. Okay. Like he's yeah. stupid. He has no control over his impulses. <laughs> like he he attacks people for no reason. Like it's it's ludicrous. Like Beethoven would not act this way. Just no. saying. He doesn't even try to get home to his kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I can't blame dogs. him at that point. I'm like, F them. Like that's true. Go live anywhere else. Like <laughs> These people are awful. Like, even the two kids, I just couldn't even get behind in this movie. Like, the entire family is horrible. <laughs> like, halfway through the movie, I was like, if they all got, if they all died right now in this movie, I would not care. No, yeah, it's one of those movies where, like, because the, the spoiler alert, there's another pampered dog, as you heard in the trailer, from this other family. And, like, it's supposed to be this compared and contrast for these two families. But, like, the rich family actually has an arc and becomes better people. Yes. Kind of. And <laughs> yep. so, like, they're way more likable. And then in retrospect, like, you just, like, the, the, other family doesn't change really at all and they just start in a worse position than the last movie and the last movie had committed the terrible sin of of just completely removing 
everything else that happened in the previous two movies. And so this does the exact same thing, but it's like double wiped. It's like a double memory erase. Yeah. It's so bad. Like, I wish that Beethoven had got to stay with the other family. Like, they were better. You're right. They had an arc. And, you know, even though they seemed like crass in the beginning, it sh- they came out that, oh, no, they really do love their daughter. And they all like, had fun playing with Beethoven. And Take like- Beethoven to Monte Carlo. It worked for Herbie. It worked for <laughs> Benji. It seems there- like the family, the, 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 um, Judge Reinhold, Julia Sweeney family, and the Michelangelo dog are the mm-hmm. problems. They deserve each other. Like yeah. that dog sucked, which is why the rich family didn't bond over him. And he should go live with the crappy family, and Beethoven should stay with the rich family. Yep. I don't know. The dog could fold a napkin with its mouth. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. That's a feature. <laughs> He could he could work at an Olive Garden. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he was care. ready with his all vegetarian diet. Um, yeah. So what? The kids are going to take him to obedience school. Uh, mm-hmm. Real Beethoven. Uh, oh, the obedience teacher is uh, Art Lafleur, who uh, is obviously in lots of things, but Million was things. the coach in the Cinderella story. Oh, that's what it was. Because yeah. I was like, he was in what he was in a movie, and I couldn't see it. And I, for whatever reason, that didn't pop up on the IMDb. Okay, there we go. Yeah, so um, <laughs> that's where the switch happens in this park because there's also a B plot of Michelangelo, Rich Beethoven. His butler is trying <laughs> to help his brother kidnap him for ransom money. Yeah. For re- yep. It's a whole like Aristocats thing, but dumber. <laughs> yeah. yeah, his brother who owns like a whoopee cushion factory or something. Right, as brothers do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was going on with that. It made no sense. Yeah. Because there always has to be some like bumbling criminal ele- element to these, I guess. Yeah. yeah. There's also uh, an effeminate dog grooming person, which, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but he was in the movie uh, for like two seconds. I know, but still, I'm just sick of the, like, all stylists are the same character, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just cheap. There's some really awkward stuff in this movie. Um, yeah, I don't know. There was that one joke about how to pronounce Nigel that I was yeah. like, I was like, what the fuck is And that this? was the director making that joke. That, like, that FBI agent is the director. Oh, I didn't wow. know that. That Yeah. That is, uh, yeah. I mean... No one's seen the movie, and I'm not going to explain what it was, but it was just like, what in the world? He pronounced Nigel as if it rhymed with nickel, a five-cent yeah. coin. Yes, yeah. yes, okay. yes. Uh, it was very strange. I'm like, what is the point of this right now? Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the movie. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I well, mean- and the stuff that they show, like, the very few things that they show where the original family actually likes Beethoven is stupid. Like, they're walking home with Beethoven one time, and they're scared of, like, another oh, yeah. dog behind a fence. And they're, like, too scared to walk by it. And so Beethoven just walks forward and closes the fence. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, thank God, Beethoven. Oh, you're the best. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, like... What? Well, he dog was... saved you from drowning and then hooked you up. Yeah, like... yeah. he just shut the door. They could have <laughs> shut the door themselves. It would have been easier, probably, actually. And then later it turns out it was only like a small little like 
wiener chihuahua dog anyway, right? Yeah, because yeah, yep. all you ever saw was like the bushes shaking ominously. If, so one, there is a central point of something that Beethoven is good at and where the family likes him in this movie. And the way that it is set up is one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever <laughs> seen in any movie. And this is Judge Reinhold's <laughs> uh, painting venture where he's painting for greeting cards but he's basically it looks like he's painted a version of blue boy the famous painting uh with boy some with like Apple. beekman's yeah. face on it or no, something his son. It's his yeah. Son. Yeah, it's his son. beekman's face on it <laughs> pretty much uh and then at some point he because he's mr momming it he has to go in and like this isn't even beethoven's fault like Judge Reinhold just goes in and like reaches his bare hands into an oven like an idiot. Yeah. And burns his hands and that and Beethoven sees a cat. And so everything gets destroyed. <laughs> right. And and his son on on the the painting didn't look great. <laughs> How this is fixed by the perform the only performance in this movie that I loved is Judge Reinhold's greeting card boss. Oh my God. <laughs> He's so great. Okay, I love it. <laughs> yeah. He's the best. He- his energy and motivation shifts wildly in this movie (laughs) (laughs) in a way that you know it might even be worth watching it for the two minutes that he's in the movie because he's fantastic uh so basically julia sweeney has to stall for whatever reason because he has to fix the painting because beethoven splashed a bunch of paint on it whatever it is and so it's unclear how beethoven actually ruined the painting how judge reinhold fixed the painting in a in a pinch is to paint a much better looking, much more skillful St. Bernard's head on this boy's face. And, you know, I gotta say like, this is revealed in the most amazingly hilarious (laughs) fashion, the movie. So, you know, we've been playing, uh, you know, every movie I've been pulling like one of the, you know, score clips where it's like, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> and this movie like goes to 11 with the like, it's all over the place in this movie, like to accent, you know, anything. Yep. Someone saying, you know, someone going like this. Pets. Is this the tuba one? Or going, or, or something scary like this. But this one is the best. Uh, it like zooms in on the, you know, the art director guy's face and he's like clearly looking at something. And then it's, we see the feet <laughs> of the painting and it scrolls up. And as it, as it like slowly moves up the painting, we hear this. <laughs> when it reveals that it's Beethoven's face. <laughs> Like wah, wah. It's like they didn't even change the key to match each other. It sounds so discordant. <laughs> I was cracking up. Oh my god. Oh god. Uh so yeah, Judge Reinhold's pitch on this is <laughs> that it's a greeting card that you people can send themselves from their pets, which Tyler, is one it, of the it, saddest. It's uh, it's for pets. <laughs> <laughs> it, which is like I'm pretty sure was already a thing and is a thing that still exists. Yeah, we didn't did we do the research on when pets 
greeting cards for pets. I don't know when it was created, but it's definitely been a thing for a long time. As someone who uh, could not pick a greeting card out of the rack to save my life, I have read (laughs) many, I stood in front of the thing at Target and Hallmark or whatever for hours, and I always notice when I get to those ones, like, to mom from pet, you know? (laughs) There wasn't wasn't a uh, IMDb trivia that was like, this uh, Beethoven's fourth is uh, attributed with uh, creating the idea of greeting cards for pets. I, it might have been, but I didn't see it. Do they actually have greeting cards for pets to send to other pets? Because they go that far in this movie, too. That, do. I don't know. But I have seen pet to owner, for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. People people, people love that. People totally yeah. love that. Well, you oh, know what, also, guys? Uh, wait, hold on. Oh, no, Julia yeah. Sweeney, when she's trying to distract the boss, she tells, like... There's like a very off-color joke where she's where he, she's talking to him about his fiance and they're gonna get married soon and she's like oh so like I guess you'll have to hire a new secretary and he's like he just says nothing and like gets up and is like I gotta go like and that's when he's like it's just not leaving <laughs> it's like it's so wrong for so many reasons yeah like that scene was uh, funny because he was being so like uh, standoffish like trying to get her to move on. Ugh, he's talking about God. the wedding and he's like, it's a small ceremony. Like she's not invited. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, guess what? It's time to play a brand new game. Oh. Woo, woo, woo. This is a really quick one for you guys. Let's see if you can get it right. This is the very first time we're playing sex or celebration. <laughs> oh, no. It's time for you to listen to the sound clip and decide if they're having sex or Celebrating something cool. Here we go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What do you think, guys? Was that people having sex? <laughs> was that was that a sound of people having sex? Or someone celebrating something? <laughs> Someone just sold a painting, an oil painting, to a greeting card company. Yeah, there's no sex in this movie. I, Nor well, do I believe that these two have ever had sex. Yeah, I like, think we the pulled children down Judge pants. Yeah, it's just be blank like a doll. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and not Judge Reinhold the person, but this character yeah, this in character, this movie, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, God. That uh, scene when he's doing that dance... Um, my I, my skeleton almost crawled out of my body. <laughs> it was bad. It was really really bad. It was it was terrible. So bad. And, like this whole thing about drooling. Like I'm pretty sure dogs and Saint Bernards in particular, large dogs, cannot control their drooling. It's involuntary, isn't yeah. it? Based on the shape of their mouth and teeth and lips. Like right. <laughs> if he's not drooling, he's probably dehydrated and close to death. Something's wrong. Yeah. So it has to be clear at this point that we're not fans of this movie. I went to Rotten Tomatoes to see if there was any reviews that maybe find a redeeming quality. And turns out, no, we're actually being kind to this movie. And in respect to that Judge Reinhold celebration, Mm. uh, there is one review that says, sad tale of floundering careers. Poor Judge Reinhold. He must hate himself. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, who's that review from? Uh, 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 it is from the West Valley View. Oh man, uh. an actual printed review. That's cool. yeah. <laughs> Ouch, oh, Judge Ryan. Okay, so let's talk about the rich family for a <laughs> yeah. little bit. Um, okay, he has so, technology money. Yeah, but he also invented <laughs> like pre-made meals. They bought the company, 
Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. And so, yeah, they f- only eat like preset meals. Yeah, and like, they, like they only the eat blue, blue Apron. Yeah, and <laughs> and the dog has his own room, which is gigantic. And like Michelangelo sucks. Like he's a boring, yeah, lame dog. He doesn't play with this little girl. He doesn't bring the family together. Which you know, if you've seen any movie, you know that that's really the only purpose of dogs is to bring <laughs> but, your family together and to blame. Well, they don't have to blame money problem money problems on him. So that's true. That's, that's true. true. Even though I want at some point they do. Uh, the mom says some things like she only cares about the dog because she's going to try to sell him as a stud later. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. The only good thing about him is that he, yeah, he, he's very well trained and he can like, you know, flush the toilet and uh, wipe his feet off on the, <laughs> on the rug outside of a house. Yeah. That's and this poor it. little girl, like nobody cares about her, not even nope. the dog. And the mom like is basically already body shaming her at the age of like eight or nine mm-hmm. or however old she is. Um and uh, the mom is um, this actress, Vianne Cox, who is one of the evil stepsisters from the Brandy Cinderella. So mm. I recognized her right away. But uh-huh. um, she does this like Jim Carrey-esque face moving at all times like thing. Like when she's talking and saying syllables, sometimes her face manages to move like 800 more times. Like when <laughs> and everything that she's saying, like I'm imitating it right now. Obviously you can't see this if you're listening <laughs> to the podcast, but it's, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot of face movement. Yeah. I think that her role is one that actually could have been funny. Uh, at least there was something like fun to play with as we've uh, in the Brandy Cinderella or like we've seen these types of roles be mm-hmm. redeeming factors in movies like this. Um, but not in this one. Not- yeah, and then the dad's just kind of like a, a dumb, dumb, like he he actually does love his daughter, but he's too busy and eventually Beethoven helps him realize he's it. too busy trying to decide like what he's actually going to wear or what his style is because I think that the stylist <laughs> wasn't even sure on this movie. <laughs> Yeah, he's playing with. And the mom has a big charity event for like turning toilet water into reclaimed water that you can drink. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Like so. Like this is this get this gets into like the weird thing that's like anti-liberal elites as villains in the, in these movies that come up a lot mm-hmm. but like so they're just making fun of like this people these people with too much money that just have causes and are just like like uh, bullshit things that that no one ever have, nobody have, they shouldn't be meddling in that stuff anyway so her cause is drinking toilet water basically yeah which like we're probably gonna have to do that soon yeah anyway, no yeah, yeah drink like, yeah reclaim yeah. water <laughs> but we're not gonna have like fountains made out of toilets, toilets. like at the gala <laughs> yeah. you know like with a lever that has a section that says dangerous that, water yes. pressure this was, that's why that that's amazing. why you never buy a fountain from acme <laughs> yeah i was like why why does it have that setting no why yeah <laughs> Why is it low, medium, high, (laughs) dangerous, ludicrous? Yeah, (laughs) and uh, steady view. Yeah, and she was only campaigning to like other rich wives. It seemed. Yep. Yeah. So it was a it was a charity for ladies only. Also, the really big um, cake that they had, which was a dog bone cake for. Oh, that was later. Dang it! Never mind. They had a cake (laughs) later that looked basically like two butts instead of a dog bone. (laughs) 
Like, yeah, that, was at the, right. that was at the <laughs> obedience school. My bad. Um, but yeah, is this cake having sex or is it a cake? <laughs> or is it a cake? Yeah. So yeah, the obedience school completely takes place at Griffith Park. Like the carousel yeah. is there. Every you totally know it's Hot Griffith Park. Cart. Apparently, though, this whole movie takes place in Colorado. Like they have Colorado license plates. Everything. There is no way that this sprawling mansion with these balconies and fountains and gardens is in Colorado. Yeah. There's even like palm trees and stuff in their driveway. Yeah. It's Bel Air. A hundred percent. Absolutely not. And they have a swimming pool. Yeah. It's, (laughs) it does not look like Colorado at all. Yeah. It would not be cost effective to have that kind of a mansion in Colorado. Like the, the, all of the um, little balconies would just like break off under the weight of the snow every year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The toilet would be frozen into the yeah. fountain water. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about the song, Justin. Did you research it at all? I didn't uh, research it other than uh, to download it for, <laughs> for oh, to put at the end. I didn't research it either. I thought you were going to, but uh, it's uh, horrible. The old dog, new it's tricks. It's real garbage. I would do anything to have Dolly Parton and James Ingram back. <laughs> yeah. It's by the like Jeff Richmond group or something like that. Um, and I just thought uh, it's called New Dog Old Tricks. We're a band that's also a focus group. <laughs> and uh, it was a really terrible. It's like a it's it's only the only song in the movie and they use it for yeah. like the training montage and then also the credits. Yeah. Old dog and new uh, tricks. there's a part in the song where he's <laughs> like listing out things like like woof, uh, run, jump, and and I swear one of like I was like <laughs> listening to the song, and I swear to God during the first training scene it sounded like he was like fuck bark, and I, I know one like, of them is fart. Yeah, okay. actually, I was yeah. like I thought he said fuck, but it's like it's almost like a Tim Robinson sketch where it's just like like and a bu- and a woof and a fetch and a bark yeah. and yeah. a fart and <laughs> yep exactly he's just listing out things that dogs do. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's a terrible pause and jaws and yeah. it's a terrible like bluesy rock song that's just bad. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, it's no rollover Beethoven or the other one, or even the cover song from the last movie. Going yeah. going down oh, the drain bad. here on the uh, on the sequel songs so far. <laughs> oh, and like. I mean, I really have nothing else to say about the plot of this movie. Like, the dogs switch back at some point, and nobody ever knows that they switch. <laughs> I know. There's no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they meet up at the end, and they see each other across from the you know the two cars, and the the girls like, whoa, another Saint Bernard, and then so, she's like, no, there there no there way. is a thing that we have to discuss here, and it is so after all of that. Judge Reinhold, when they they bring Michelangelo back home and he's a well-behaved dog and not fucking shit up, Judge Reinhold's upset because he needs Beethoven to be doing dog stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Because otherwise he's not going to know what to paint. (laughs) I guess. Even though the painting had nothing to do with Beethoven or anything. (laughs) It was just a random thing. Yeah, so dumb. (laughs) Nothing nothing at all. Uh, So we get a montage Mm -hmm. of Judge Reinhold trying to teach badly trying to break the discipline of Michelangelo and teach him how to be a bad dog. And this is one of the most (sighs) cringy to watch performances, something where it just causes pain. You're Uh, like poor judge Reinhold barking at a poor judge Reinhold. (laughs) 
uh, it, it shows him like just eating into like a like a face first into a bowl full of spaghetti with the dog, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense because like the dog doesn't eat spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He assaults a mailman. He assaults a mailman without like, breaking character. I, yep. Yeah, I did like the mailman. Like, are you okay? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what, what's happening right now? And then he just runs away. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, he makes a kiddie pool filled with mud, and I guess that's the thing that works. Mm-hmm. Getting dirty. Uh, there is one funny shot uh, in the alternate, like the, the thing that bounces out for the rich family bonding with Beethoven. They say, well, let's come together and like, let's go, let's go play with the dog, go outside. And they're playing fetch with the dog. And it starts with the, the mom, like happily opening up a fresh tube of tennis balls. Like they're out playing tennis and then throwing the ball. And it just, the field is just filled with balls because Beethoven's not bringing a single one of them back. Why <laughs> are giant like novelty tennis balls a thing? <laughs> I've seen them at a tennis like shop as like part of a display. Okay, because they had a lot of them. Yeah. You can get anything when you're rich. And also, like if you watch the credits, <laughs> this movie has like eight thousand product placements in it, including Wilson, the tennis ball company, and that's why those balls are there. But still, it's just like including Doctor Joyce Brothers. Yeah, Doctor Joyce Brothers. Yeah, they. <laughs> um, she participates in a scene and a plot line that. Uh, Grossly <laughs> undervalues psychology and psychiatry. Yeah, <laughs> I know are two different things. I don't remember which one Dr. Joyce Brothers is. And I, but either yeah. way, it was bad. I can't believe she agreed to do it. I was yeah. like, why is she in this? Yeah, I, uh, I don't understand. It was a very weird scene. I was like, isn't this making fun of the thing you've dedicated your life to? Yeah. I guess. In the fourth sequel to a movie that nobody yeah. cares about anymore. <laughs> yeah, that was strange. So now I think there's nothing left to talk about. Okay. Well, I do have like various check-ins. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Mark Lindsay Chapman, who plays the evil Butler, whose name I'm now forgetting. Simmons. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, Apparently he was supposed to play John Lennon at some point, and then they wouldn't hire him because his name is too similar to Mark David Chapman. (laughs) <laughs> they were like we can't hire you sorry um <laughs> like which is a fact that's on his imdb that's and also insane. like he is the guy in titanic uh spoiler alert tyler if you want to cover your ears but <laughs> he's the idiot that lets billy zane on the boat with the fake baby that's not even his oh, and no. like then he's also the guy who's like a dead corpse with the whistle in his mouth that rose pulls the whistle out of his mouth in order to save herself oh, so wow. that's crazy yeah that's him um so John Lennon sunk the Titanic. All right. Yes. Uh, we talked about Arla Fleur. Okay. So the writer of this movie, <laughs> John <laughs> Loy, he wrote these last two, right? And like, he's a writer for um, like the Lion Guard and Thomas the Tank Engine and stuff now. But he also like wrote the Bill and Ted animated series, the Back to the Future animated series. And he wrote, Land Before Time 2 on. <laughs> I know we've been saving Land Before Time and we're like looking forward to it, but now I'm like, oh God, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, so uh, John Loy, man. Oh, oh boy. John Loy, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then tell us our check-in. Sorry. I just wanted to do those things. So Kaylee Krish, 
who is Madison, the rich Mm -hmm. daughter of the family. She um, went to Cal State Fullerton and studied broadcast journalism and became a sports and entertainment host. Uh, She was the in-stadium reporter, announcer for the San Jose Sharks for a while. And now she um, produces corporate events and employee experiences at Google out in Mountain View. So good for her. And then... Haley, the little girl that the son has a crush on, is the only reason he'll go to the Beethoven <laughs> obedience classes. Yeah. Um, this girl is Natalie Marston, and she her biggest role was being in Magnolia, I guess, with Tom Cruise. I haven't seen it, but uh, so she did that, and then she was like a struggling actress. She was working at Disneyland as Snow White, or she was friends with Snow White. Oh, God. Edit that out. Uh, she was friends <laughs> with Snow White at Disneyland. <laughs> uh, she was friends with Snow White at Disneyland, living in Rancho Cucamonga. She apparently she had twenty dollars in her bank account and decided to stop at the liquor store and buy a scratcher. She scratched it and she won two thousand dollars. But it was a part of some kind of scratcher thing where if you win the scratcher, you can have a chance to go be on the TV show on like the local station or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then she went on the tv show and she won 5.2 million dollars oh my god this is a great child star chicken (laughs) yeah and so then she tried acting for a little bit longer but then eventually her and her husband uh moved to phoenix and opened up a rehab center called fountain hills recovery in honor of her dad who was a first responder that kind of um fell into addiction and like alcohol and drugs Mm. and passed away. And so she opened in order of him or in honor of him. And they have like this fancy rehab place in Phoenix. Nice. Nice. $5.2 million. That's insane. (laughs) (laughs) From just like a random scratch. off. We should go to a liquor store. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'd buy a scratch off right now, but (laughs) liquor store sounds great. Yeah. Um, What did you guys think about uh, the, the, there's that part where they're like going hiking and the dad from the rich family talks all about how, oh yeah, my dad took me on oh, a yeah, road trip. Oh yeah, the weird callback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Took me on a road trip across the, to the West. Uh, and it was, you guys have probably never been on a road trip, right? It was so weird. Uh, that was a weird callback. Yeah. Yes, it was. But it makes sense now that it's the same writer. Yeah. Like, do you think that, the dad from the original Beethoven was as uptight as he is because his younger brother was such a like abhorrent dumbass and like you know like he was like the older brother and so he was like he just like had to take one. care of things yeah. yeah and then this younger one was like the artsy fartsy insane kid yeah probably because yeah Charles Grodin went on that road trip too yeah, I, didn't, I never even really thought about that. That's absolutely true. He did. <laughs> it's canon, uh, apparently. Yeah, I don't know. That's funny. Yeah, it's not Julia Sweeney and Bonnie Hunt that are related. I promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I actually was uh, I, I was somewhat excited that the uh, Judge Reinhold and Julia Sweeney are actually in this movie less than they are in the previous Thank one. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a whole other family. That was nice, yeah. That's yeah. mildly more interesting, I guess. Yeah, I did. I I did think it was like somewhat interesting that they had. I don't know, two families instead of. But God willing, <sighs> Beethoven will be somehow put out of his misery, <laughs> and 
saved from these horrible people whether that's it's it's not gonna be somehow the original family coming back and taking him <laughs> away even if they are completely recast with totally new people anything would be better than being stuck with judge reinhold and julia sweeney any longer yeah well hope maybe the next movie uh, we can get like an avenger style uh you know team up of all the different St. Bernards that have been in the previous movies. <laughs> Only if Dean Jones is Thanos. We've got Missy <laughs> coming back. We've got Michelangelo. We've got the one that was mentioned at the end of the last movie that we didn't see. Bum, 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 <laughs> Apparently the dog portraying Beethoven in the in this movie is uh, called Cujo. Oh, really? That's fun. <laughs> Do we I, think that we'll ever get to see Beethoven rescue somebody under a bunch of snow? Um, the mom tried to make him do that in this movie. Yeah, she, she was did. like, why are you here annoying me? You should be rescuing skiers. <laughs> what? Now, remember in the last movie? The <laughs> They looked up on the internet how Beethoven looked exactly like that hero dog that saved yeah. all those people in the Alps. That's right. They live in Colorado. There's <laughs> yeah. an opportunity and a much more interesting storyline where they Absolutely. train Beethoven to skiing. go to the slopes. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> why isn't this more of like a, yeah, a homeward bound type where they're out in the, or Benji even where they're out in the woods or Benji the hunted, you know, it just yeah. really annoyed me when Beethoven in this movie did stupid stuff that was against his best interest, the family's best interest and was harmful to random people and other dogs that well, were around because Beethoven was we we talked about his Benji montage in the first movie he went around he helped people he got along with people he gave food to other dogs that needed it he wasn't just like a baseless like ugh, uncivilized yeah. jerk yeah yep now he closed yeah, the, the la- three took away the family and this one took away the dog yeah <laughs> yeah oh god I don't know well do you want to um already do the rating system <laughs> Tyler? Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't think I don't think that there's any anything else really to say. <sighs> Rating system. I mean, how many toilet fountains would you give? <laughs> Drink Beethoven's up, floor. ladies. That was the so one, stupid. the one that Beethoven has toilets seat on his head. Yeah, I'm going to give it one toilet fountain because yeah. this movie like really pissed me off. If you can't tell already <laughs> by the however many minutes I've been complaining, but I was pissed like watching this last night. I was like, what? Like I kept like just like yelling things out. My roommates think I'm insane already, but uh, I was just like so irritated. I was like, that's not Beethoven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm going to also give this one uh, probably... Yeah, I guess I'll I'll give it one. Sure, why not? One one uh what was it? Toilet fountains? Toilet, Toilet fountains. Um I got to be honest, this one uh, I was you know, we got I got a newborn here at the house uh and uh I was real tired watching this movie. <laughs> and so uh it was one where I kept going a little bit in and out of sleep and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to rewind and watch that scene again. <laughs> so there were a couple times where I'm like, is that Michelangelo or is it Beethoven? <laughs> the movie was really working I think, on I think me. The, that state actually enhanced the movie. <laughs> yeah, <for> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, where's the dog now? I want to go on a magical uh, merry-go-round and switch places with some rich kid. I, I, would love to give this a one, but I'm going to give it a two because we're only at the halfway mark of this series. Yeah. That doesn't and mean anything. It could pick up. 
<laughs> I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to leave room, room to go room at the bottom. <laughs> so this is going to get two toilet fountains. Oh man. I did flush, uh, Tyler, Tyler, what do you call that, uh, image effect or filter that it is that they use, uh, for Beethoven's fantasies that makes the image kind of like go in a figure eight. Like what is that? It's just called? all wavy. Uh, yeah. I mean, <sighs> I don't know if it actually has like a a, a, a technical name. Well, it's dumb, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all of Beethoven's fantasies, I was like, that's not even what he would fantasize about. He would fantasize no. about his real family and his wife and kids. Like, yeah. Oh, that's right. Man. There's all those puppies. <laughs> yeah. We don't know. That, that stuff just gets dropped every movie. This is all going to be dropped. I bet. Yeah, I, I don't even. I don't know what's going to happen well, in the next one. But yeah, what do we got? So we got. We have a new location, which was taking him on a road trip. We have a girlfriend. So we have that trope, and then we have Prince and the Popper. What what other tropes are coming coming down for us? I don't know. the 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 title of the next one is finally uh, we're at Beethoven's fifth. Mm. Bum, 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 so bum. <laughs> we you know uh we've got really nothing to go off <laughs> as far as uh you know what it's going to be about i see i can see the cover of this movie and it looks like beethoven has found a bunch of money <laughs> 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 yes! and so i think it's going to be a baby's day out type of situation where beethoven after fresh off of stopping the uh ill-advised merger of the air freshening company with the <laughs> bank he's going to stop some real crime uh, inadvertently, and there's going to be some crooks. You're going to be like, "Oh, that dog!" And somehow he'll end up with the money again. at the end. <laughs> I just want him to be smart again. Yeah, um, I may have accidentally watched a brief uh, clip of the trailer. For Beethoven. <laughs> I might have actually fallen asleep and watched all of five as well. <laughs> and uh, I saw something that I was like, um, "What?" <laughs> so uh, it's going to be. I think it's going to be an interesting one, say at least. Um, I did before we before we go again. I did uh, you know last week. I think we talked about the um, you know commonsensemedia.org. Is there uh, mm. f- fun things to? What should you talk to your kids about after watching this film? <laughs> oh boy! Last time we talked about uh, <laughs> why is it that uh, you know actors from the original film don't come back for their sequels? Yeah. Uh, and this time, they have rarely do sequels top the original movie, and more often than not, they are far, far worse. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Why are sequels created? <laughs> hey, Dude, Common Sense Media is moving in on our territory here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, We're going to be out of a podcast. <laughs> Why do you think they create se- sequels, uh, Jenny? Uh, I don't know, mom. Yeah, uh, like it's thing. all about the bottom dollar. You're only as good as what you earn, Jenny. So get out there and mow the damn lawn. <laughs> oh God, um, pretty funny. Yeah, they they just rip uh, they rip on the movie for how much uh, toilet humor is, <laughs> in it. and it's like it's the kind of humor you probably don't want to encourage in your young kids, which I totally agree. Kicking people in the balls and stuff. Not, not, it's not even you really want. toilet humor. It's literal humor about toilets. It's li- yeah. literal. <laughs> You're right. That's true. Uh, do, who does, how does Beethoven hit someone in the balls in this movie? Because that's been a standby in every movie. Don't they? Uh, he like. Because it was, it was boat, 
what was the he, doesn't the drill sergeant get hit in the balls? Yeah, he does. He gets dragged through like this entire thing. So. I did I like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, through like one of those tunnels and stick sits his head up. I did like, like at the end. No one would ever do. <laughs> I did like at the end when he gets dragged. He gets dragged from the award <laughs> ceremony, and that time it's definitely like a dummy on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and you just you just hear him yeah, screaming Art, like. Art ah! Yeah, Art LaFour had wrapped that day for sure. And he's like, no, you can do it with the dummy. I'm out. Oh, I forgot to mention one really annoying thing was that there was a chihuahua in the obedience class. And yeah. anytime they cut to him, the mariachi trumpets would come in like, <laughs> like every time they show the chihuahua on screen. It's like, dude, really? Like, uh, come on. The music in this movie is not good, you guys. <laughs> oh, it was some of the, it was, this was the most like <laughs> the camera could have panned over at any moment and there could have been a dude playing a Casio scoring yeah. it live. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pat! <laughs> Like he's just uh, like uh, definitely just a, a boom shadow. He's just right there. <laughs> definitely a real oboe there. Yeah. Oh God. Well, you know what? I think it's time for us to say, Ciao, baby. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> At least I felt like that was a callback to uh, um, David Duchovny because they yeah. also were like, Ciao, Bella, or whatever <laughs> in the first movie. Yeah. Oh man. <sighs> Well, Justin, congratulations on having a child. Thanks for coming back for Beethoven's fourth of all <laughs> yes. things. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching yes. these movies to uh, see whether or not I should sh- share them with her in the future. <laughs> yeah, I'd say no. The answer is um, no. Yeah. Benji won. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Uh, anyway, you can email us at sequelrights at gmail.com and find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps get the podcast out there. Also, as we said at the top of the show, if you share an episode or you tweet out just at us, uh, some franchise you like us to tackle, we'd love to hear it. Also, social media interaction helps as well. That's right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, As we finally talk about Beethoven's fifth. Uh. Well, everybody thinks I'm just a little out of place, but who can blame?